the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Monday. Oh my! Yes, it is. We are kicking off another week. And uh, if you're listening to the Biden administration, it's not a crisis anywhere. Another week, another challenge, babies. <laughs> oh, we got a crisis. We got a crisis brewing so bad that they're doing everything they can to keep the media uh, from reporting on it. They're doing everything they can to keep you from knowing anything about it. They're trying to spread it out so that it's not obvious to everybody. It is a full-on crisis. Uh, if you build it, they will come. And let me tell you, they are coming, and they are glorifying uh, the event with T-shirts made to order. Of course, we're talking about the border crisis, and we're going to be breaking that down for you guys tonight. Larry Clayman will be here from Freedom Watch and also author of the book, It Takes a Revolution. So he will be here to discuss the border crisis and more. We've got other topics to get into tonight because that Rona, that virus, is just the gift that keeps on giving to the Democrats. But there's a story that we're going to bring to you guys tonight that is kind of the unknown story of the damage uh, just some of the coronavirus crackdowns are causing on good people. We've got much to get into tonight. Glad to have you guys here with us kicking off another week. 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in, we will make time for you guys tonight. And I'm trying to give you guys a fresh, different perspective. We're keeping our eyes on what's happening in Boulder. So we're going to try to give you the latest there. Um, So let's get into it, shall we? And of course, I can't get into anything without my man here. It's DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ Potato Skins off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. And Trump had some good things to say today to to Newsmax, so that always puts me in the good spirit. Yeah, he had some things to say over the weekend too. At least uh, one of his one of his former mouthpieces, uh, a staffer, person associated with the camp with uh, the Trump administration. I think it was it was might have been Jason. Uh, what's his name? Or Stephen Miller might have been one who said the Trump's going to be out with a social media site. I saw that in a couple of months, which would be interesting because it takes more than a couple of months to get that kind of situation technology ready to go. Of course, Babylon B had a hilarious um, uh, uh, headline for it today that Trump's coming out. Uh, let me see if I can find it to quote it because they, let's start the show with a laugh, shall we? How did Babylon B put it? New Trump social media site to include <laughs> verification badges for people who aren't losers and total disasters. <laughs> Isn't that great? 
Yeah, you're going to have to have a badge. You're going to have to have ID to participate in Trump's social media site. And you know what? Everybody's showing up at the border. They're going to get IDs. They're going to get IDs, of course, that they can manipulate it around society. But you're still not going to have to show an ID to vote. We got some election news to get into as well. Um, There was breaking news. There are, according to authorities coming out of Boulder, Colorado, an incredibly liberal town, I might add. Uh, multiple victims in a grocery store shooting in Colorado. I see that they've got the perp uh, in cuffs. It looked as though he had blood on his right leg, which is just really horrifying, horrifying image images to see. I'm only seeing on my monitors here on the mainstream media, I'm only seeing one uh, outlet, MSNBC, talking about it. So clearly they haven't been able, all of them would be talking about it if they could tie this to uh, the Trump campaign. We know out of Atlanta, right, that there was absolutely nothing to tie the, the, the shootings in Atlanta to anything related to Trump, MAGA, conservatives. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when there was a shooting in a, in a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. Literally, they were declaring that he was a... It, wasn't MAGA, I think, can't remember what the consumed Tea Party, that he was some kind of Tea Party activist. Of course, they had to retract it because he wasn't. Um, so, you know, I, I, so far they haven't been able to tie it to Trump, but they will because in Atlanta, this dude was clearly exactly what the sheriff department said that he was. He was some sex crazed dude. There was images of these of these parlor, these uh, massage parlors, by the way, that were open 24 hours. Ain't nobody giving Manny Petties to men at 2 a.m. Okay. Right. We know what was going on here on top of the fact that many of the Vicks, uh, uh, multiple of the Vicks in that shooting were white. This had nothing to do with MAGA or anything else. So we're going to keep skins. You can keep your eye on this story for us and see if if we get anything more out of it in terms of who the perp is or if we see uh, that they found some way to try to, you know, I mean, maybe at some point, you know, he had he had a hat on that was red at some point with with the, with a word that started with M. Somehow they're going to try to lay this on Trump. Oh, for sure. If there, if there is even an inkling of it heading in that that direction, they're going to jump on it. Okay, so um what does the coronavirus and the border have in common? How what what does commie crackdowns of coronavirus Commie COVID crackdowns. What do they have in common with the border? Well, I know. Let's shut down the convention center in San Diego, right? So where we can't have the greatest source of, of our economy. For we are a tourist town. Yeah, we've got the military here, of course. And we, you know, we have, we are the largest hub of the, we were at one point, the biotech hub. We're also the, you know, the brewery. Uh, what is it called where people make beer? Um, breweries yeah but there's a name for it for the type of craft brewery we're the number one like craft brewery town but i mean you know we're we're a tourist town are we not yeah definitely and we have so many things that go on at the convention center and i was excited for when we were actually going to be able to use it for business again right to actually use it for what it's supposed to be about right the convention and visitor conviz the convention and visitor center right as well as we've got the gas lamp quarter we've got all the hotels we've got all this kind of touristy stuff and all the hospitality industry in san diego is centered around we've got sea world here we've got uh legoland now we've got all the different um you know with thing beaches we got all the reasons why people come here so it's a perfect place to set up a taxpayer-funded convention center, right? Except that's not what it's being used for. How perfect last year. We don't even have Comic-Con coming again. And you know what? Shame on them, because if they had not declared Comic-Con going virtual again, we might not be... I agree. We might not be reporting tonight that our new mayor, 
How many of you San Diegans voted for Todd Gloria, right? And we had, in fact, outgoing Republican mayor, Kevin Faulkner, immediately when coronavirus happened, he shut down that convention center. He seized upon it. It was We can't blame that on Newsom. He seized upon it to use it to, quote, solve his homeless price, uh, crisis, put 900 homeless people in. And by the way, there was no outbreak. There was not one person at the time he did that. There was not one homeless person who had been diagnosed with coronavirus, right? Uh, we now know that outside... It's not a problem, right? You've got to be inside and confined spaces with people that you're around for a long period of time. Comorbidities. We know the whole story. But nevertheless, Faulkner had a plan for his legacy and it involved costing taxpayers $40 million to house 900 homeless people in the convention center. But they're, but they're getting kicked out now. And guess who's coming in? Guess who San Diego is rolling out the welcome wagon for? DJ Potato Skins. For me? Oh, that's great. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm happy to do business there. No, guess what? 1,500 you know, I, the, the migrants from across the border. No, I saw no, that earlier you know what? today. We're not, no, you're, we're not going to fall for it and call them migrants. Okay, these are illegal aliens. That is the legal and correct term to be used. I know. I'm just telling you what I saw on the TV. Of course. Of course. Because they're not going to be honest. They're not going to tell you the truth of the matter is because they've got to try they got to try to play the word games to try to you know we we've got to do right by these kids and let me tell you these are not kids I'm even here conservatives use that word the majority the vast majority of these quote unaccompanied minors that are coming here are teenagers they're teen, male teenagers somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% so that's who's coming here. The Todd Gloria and Nathan Fletcher have decided to roll out the welcome whack wagon, the welcome mat, and bring them into the convention center, 1,500 of them, and not even just bring them here. They're going to be given medical care. They're going to be given education. We're actually going to be, I don't have the deets yet on it, but they're actually going to be creating some type of outdoor recreational facility for them. You're kidding me. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is supposedly only for a few months, but the homeless thing that was only supposed to go for a few months, too, right? It won't go for a few months. It ended up a year. You got, think of it. You got a restaurant downtown that you're just now able to bring people in unless you were to decide to do, you know, and, and actually exercise your rights that are entitled to you under the law and just have your restaurant open to whatever capacity you want. But I get why people didn't out of fear. And, and not to mention the fact that, you know, we, we have a Democrat mayor, we have a Democrat governor, because we've got the majority of people in the state of California voting Democrat. Connect the dots, man. Women, when are they going to connect the dots, here, uh, potato skins? Yeah, and, and between and their vote often, and it's their not misery. a Democrat Republican issue. This is this is an American issue that's not being handled the right way. No, it's time to connect the dots between your vote, Democrats, and your misery. But no, they don't. And then when they do vote, go to go somewhere that's that's considered a red state, then they turn it blue by by voting. You know, I think that they're starting to connect the dots, which is why we've got the recall of Gavin Newsom. But how did Todd Gloria get in? But you know what we had? Uh, the handover, they sh- literally, when Kevin Faulkner, when Todd Gloria was being installed as the new mayor, where did they do the handshake? They did it at the convention center. What should this tell you? This should tell you that this has never been anything about a virus. Because if they, if, if your kids can't go to school, if you can't have your restaurant open at, at beyond 25% capacity at all, then these people, these people, these illegals, who are not being tested for coronavirus and being brought here. They're at capacity in these welcome centers, as they're being called in Texas. We're going to take a break in a minute and bring in Larry Clayman. We've got much to talk about in this story. But one thing should be very clear to you. The people telling you 
that you you should continue to toe the line and tolerate masks and other uh, personal and professional mandates on you by the people that are telling you you should be you should be fearful. They ain't worried about it. They ain't worried about it a bit. It is time to give it up. It is time to stop complying with the crap that's being imposed on you by the government. If you as a business want to do those mandates or whatever, that's your choice. But you you keep complying. You're not going to get a different result. They're no. going to keep coming and they're going to keep making you do things. Absolutely. And then we're going to have Republican. We're going to have Gavin Newsom replaced by a Republican that's doing the same thing. I heard an interview with this guy, former Congressman Ose today, and his complaint about Gavin Newsom was not about any rules or regulations that were imposed by Gavin Newsom. It was that they were done inconsistent. Oh, okay, Osei. So you just want your dictator to be clear and concise and consistent. Gotcha. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch and author of the book, It Takes a Revolution. And 888-344-1170. If you're in San Diego, I'd love to hear from you as to what you think about the convention center, the plans for the Convis Center. And it ain't the host of convention of anything other than illegals that are breaking and entering into this country. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. This morning I put it out there to you guys. I said it's Monday. What's the number one topic on your minds? And by and large, the majority said the crisis at the border, for which the. Uh, Biden administration is saying it's a challenge, it's just a challenge, you know, kind of like a weight loss challenge, you know, or can you challenge yourself to cut back on them ciggies or Diet Coke? It's insane. Jen Psaki was asked today, how do you square the fact that the National Guard had to sleep in, you know, a parking garage and we've got illegals? being housed in hotels. And oh, by the way, that National Guard were fed metal, uh, rotted, you know, moldy food. It was an absolute disgrace. Was her answer, we'll get back to you, because she says that a lot. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what the answer was, because I don't, I don't watch that insanity. I'm, I don't, I, but I just I just heard about it. Um, here to discuss this crisis is uh, Larry Clayman, founder of Freedom Watch, as well as author of the book, It Takes a Revolution. Hey, Larry, welcome back to the show. My pleasure, Andrea. Okay, so Biden says, you know, listen, don't come now. It ain't the time. It's like 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 he's trying to rescind an invitation he sent Larry Clayman. I mean, he already he already put out the save the date card, right? He sent out the RSVPs. They're wearing the Biden shirts. You know, somehow these poor people along the way found time to stop at a custom T-shirt shop, not to mention that most of them look like they need to stop along the way at Jenny Craig's or Weight Watchers. Uh, they're carrying iPhones. Um, you know, um, the, the, I think the invitation was in rescinding three very important executive orders. One was the public charge, which said you can't come here if you're going to be dependent. So, you know, all these kids should not be at the border. Supposing kids, by the way, the average age is teenagers, um, teenage male. Uh, We removed the stay in Mexico. And we also, uh, the Biden administration also removed the thing that says you can't traipse across three countries. If you're so in need to skedaddle out of the country you're from, you've got to go to the first country you're in. So they 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 knew what was going to happen. And but the Americans are paying the price for it, aren't they, Larry Clayman? Well, they are. And, and of course, Biden double-crossed them as he double-crossed the American people. He has, I don't think he remembers what he does, frankly. They, you know, they jack him up on some kind of steroid, wheel him out, and he signs another executive order and then mm-hmm. goes back like the groundhog <laughs> to Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> I'll put my faith in the groundhog before uh, this guy. But here's the thing. And yeah, the groundhog know, can come up out of the hole without falling down three times. Carry on. Well, he only does it on February 2nd. I mean, you've got this guy every day of the year. But the, pro- the problem I have here, it's, it's, with the, it's with the Republican Party as well, mm. because, you know, they talk a good game. Right. But they don't do anything. And that's why the party's dead. Now, this could be one example. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, who, you know, I generally have a favorable impression of. He's a good looking guy. He's in a wheelchair. You know, we, mm. we feel bad about that. But he kind of has this. Franklin Roosevelt image, you know, in a way. You see, here he's down at the border. He's shooting his mouth off. Biden did this, this, and this. He's the governor of Texas. He should send the Texas National Guard down there and the Texas Rangers and seal the border yeah. and be done. Yeah. And, and if, if indeed Immigration and Naturalization Service run by Biden doesn't like it, too bad. Let's fight another Alamo because he's got to protect the people of Texas. No, right. instead, what did so he do? That's what I have a problem with. Right, he was the first yeah. one to say, "Let's send some of these illegals to the to the some stadium or convention center in Dallas." Then he calls up. Then he's calling around. You know, hey, San Diego, y'all got any room at that convention center? So when, then, of course, we got the dopes, Todd Gloria, and Nathan Fletcher here, uh, who Fletcher, who was the was the Republican who won in Fallujah. Then he became an independent. Then became a Democrat. Now he's a commie. You know, because just you know, whatever way he can get power. So you're absolutely right. And quite frankly, as much as Trump wants to brag about how the 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 border was the most secure it had been in decades, it wasn't secure enough because the Republican Party. Party, led by Paul Ryan the first two years of the Trump presidency. We all know Paul Ryan, who built a big, fat, beautiful wall around his property, was an open border, uh, you know, globalist who campaigned and said, I see myself as much a representative of people of India as I do the United States of America. That dude was was Speaker of the House. Well, that's right. They didn't support Trump. And as a result, the wall wasn't built in four years. And, you know, right now they're running for the exits. But all they can do is talk. They want to damage Biden, which he deserves to be. But the reality is, as you know, Andrea, Republicans will never win another election. No. doesn't matter what they do, because now the fraud is being codified in H.R. 1. That's the way we're going to do elections. We now have we're on the cusp of getting rid of the um, the filibuster. Mm-hmm. So the Democrats are now going to have by majority vote the District of Columbia to become a state as well as Puerto Rico. They vote Democratic. You can forget about the Republicans ever winning, so they might as well try to do something at least now. Well, yeah. Not going to. Well, no, they're not. In fact, if if you saw any of the you know arguments today that had to do with D.C., I mean, you know, one Republican was talking about how there wasn't some kind of you know store in in D.C. So it can't really be a state because it doesn't have enough of this type of reach. I can't even remember what it was. It was so mind-numbingly stupid. Instead, he could have quoted uh, Article 1, Section 8, which says explicitly that a national, out of the Constitution, a national capital that would not be part of a state nor treated as a state, but a unique enclave under the exclusive authority of Congress, a neutral district. You know, the Republican uh, Party can't even get it, get that right. No, and, and I'm going to form a new party, and we're doing our third continental convention, as you know. And uh, my book, we're starting our citizens' grand juries on Thursday to indict Biden for China and for this reckless endangerment at the border. So we're going to have a citizens' grand jury on here. Watch, it'll be live streamed at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific at FreedomWatchUSA.org. And these are things I talk about in my book. Okay, it takes a revolution. If I may mention one other thing, sure. 
Well, hang on just a second, because uh, Potato Skins was going to write this down, um, that information you just gave out. Okay. Say that again. On, uh, the on time Thursday, for that. On Thursday, we I have commissioned a citizen grand jury, just like I said we would do. Right. Okay. In my book, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry, which you can get at Amazon.com, etc. But we are going to be seeking the indictment of Joe Biden for taking bribes from China and Ukraine. We've got a lot of evidence in that regard, okay. including Tony Bobulinski's interview that he gave. And you're also and going to do the Biden, I want, uh, the border. You're for in, the border. This rec- is reckless endangerment. Reckless endangerment. Against the American people. And the time and, and for this, I want to make sure. 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. You can get it. It's freedom. You can watch it at freedomwatchusa.org. So that is the grand jury. That's the citizen grand jury. Um, so, um, what? Why would the Republicans go along with this HR one and allow this to happen? Because they'll never win another election. Is there some kind of thing that they would cook up to where they would have strike some backroom deal with the Democrats so that for show we wouldn't it wouldn't be obvious that it's a uniparty rule, and they would allow some because because I had this guy John Cox who was who's running for governor here after the recall, and I said, well, you know, what are you guys going to do? Okay, we get this recall done. Not we, the you know two million you know citizens who signed this recall. What do you got? What are you and the Republican Party going to do to ensure that the election for governor in California is secured? Oh well, look at all these propositions that passed. There's no real, but literally arguing that there's no real election fraud to worry about. Larry Clayman, I'm thinking, why would anybody say that? That is there some? Do the well, they're out of touch. Yeah, I mean they're they're out of touch, and you know it's interesting that. You know, the Democrats are verifying each vote one by one with regard to the recall. But, hey, you can't ask for an identification in, in uh, California. It's illegal. Someone goes into a polling place. So this is the Republican Party. And if I may throw something else out. Sure. Is it, in my native state of Florida, Miami Beach is being destroyed right now as we speak. They've got a curfew until April 11th. People are busting everything up. And I don't mean this in a racial way, but it shows you just how sick the environment is, the media. No one mentions that this is overwhelmingly black youth, unfortunately. Black people are good people. But, you know, these young kids are not raised with dads. You know, it shows you the, you know, the state of the culture. And it's time for the Republicans to start talking out, not being afraid right. and running away from racial issues. And what about Black Lives Matter and all the black groups? What are they doing about it? No, that's being characterized you know, as as uh, spring breakers. No, spring breakers are on yeah. the beach. Okay, spring breakers are a bunch of SAE frat boys out there funneling bong, you know, beer bongs out on the beach. They're not inland in the streets of Miami, uh, you know, busting out windows. That's that's not what's going on. But you're right. Nine, I mean, ninety nine point nine percent black youth. And this tells you something, and yet no one will talk about it. You know, if it was my group, Jewish people, I'd be screaming from from the, the, the highest thing, you know, because it's embarrassment to, to our group, you know. And so everybody's got to police themselves. Republicans say nothing. Nothing. No, and no. where's Black Lives Matter? And, you know, as, as, as Miami Beach is destroyed by a bunch of criminals on drugs with guns, assaulting the police, you talk about the police. You know, they're just trying to keep the peace, but they've had the crap beaten out of them down there Mm -hmm. and people have died. 
Well, all of this, so, we're at the we're we're at the precipice here. We're in, in these dire straits with all this racial unrest and because going back decades to where, um, I, you know, when I moved here to California, uh, I had a family member working at the Department of Labor where they and she heard cases. Uh, this law, this judge heard cases on knowing hires of hiring illegals. That's when you were prosecuted for hiring an illegal in your business. Right. And somebody said, you know, but by the year 2000, every Californian is going to be supporting 20 illegals. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But back then, this is in the early 90s, even going back then, if you started pushing for, you know, uh, enforcing immigration laws, you hated brown people. And the Republican Party never pushed back. They still don't want to deal with any of the social justice stuff. And that's what's killing us. We had the recall of Gray Davis. Democrats in California recall Gray Davis because he wanted to give driver's license to illegals, right? And, you know, now it's, you know, motor voter and they're given not only, you know, driver's licenses, but they're allowed to vote, you know, and had we had the Republican Party done its job and and pushed back against all of this, we wouldn't be here now. Right. That's right. The Republican Party's dead. All they can do is talk. All they can do is position themselves for an election that they'll never win again. So we need a new party and we need a new way of doing things. And, you know, I know I'm pushing my book. It takes a revolution. But these are my ideas. If you have any other ideas, people that are out there, read it because we don't have any time. No, I know. We're no. being overrun right now. No, the yeah, the uh, the ideas of even all my conservative friends are is, you know, take over the Republican Party from within. I've been hearing that even longer than I've been hearing about uh, be, getting beat up with the PC stick that if you want to, you know, enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people. That hasn't worked and it's not going to work. We've got Karl Rove who was behind and, and I had a lot of conservatives angry at me because after the November election, I had family in Georgia that were like, why would I bother to show up in the Senate runoff? Oh, you got to get out and vote. Well, what, my my. My friends and family in Georgia were like, well, why? What's the point? The same mechanisms that stole the election from Trump in November are still in place. Because if we don't win the Senate, what well, you're it, it, that's schizophrenic. You know, we had an opportunity then the voters did the Republicans to say, we're, you know, to actually force the Republican Party to to get in there and do something about the fraud in the election. But even conservatives were too, you know, they bought this this lie that. You know, you got to stick with the Republican Party. Well, who was behind those two fools down in Georgia? Karl Rove. Well, what's Karl Rove doing now? He's 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 going to do some big fundraiser for Adam Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger, who voted to impeach President Trump and, and did a video saying that Trump is responsible for an insurrection, which has now got 75 million Americans labeled as domestic terrorist. Anybody who voted for Trump is now a domestic terrorist and in, and and considered an insurrectionist. That's who Adam. That's because of people Republicans yeah, well, like Adam Kinzinger Carl and Carl, in it for money. Carl Rove is in it for, in money. It for money. Right? And you know, so how how in the world do you think you're going to change that from within is you my can't. and that's why we the people need to move on you know forget about these people leave the criminals in washington to commit crimes against each other let's take the capital back to philadelphia or some other place san diego the weather's nice you know and get on with it and and, yeah. and that's where we are yeah and yeah here's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a pathetic situation that is not going to change 2022 who cares if the republicans win what have they done so far 
in the last decades. Right. I, I mean, care less. They, yeah, you're right. They haven't done. That's why, you know, the, the people didn't turn out to vote, you know, because it would actually the Senate runoff in Georgia had the turnout been bigger in the Republican areas. They might have actually won. But you know what? No, there was nobody that I knew in Georgia that had a taste for for uh, Purdue and that Kelly Loeffler, you know, insider trading. You know, nobody nobody was really interested because at this right. point it's not a win just to have somebody with an R after their name. We're now looking at $4.3 billion in stimulus checks going to illegals, $85 million spent to house illegals in hotels across this country. And we wouldn't be having any of this, by the way. The Republican Party and and all that housing illegals is happening with Americans are being destroyed economically with these shutdowns. And I'm seeing Republicans wearing masks in Congress inside when nobody's around them. They're part of the problem, Larry Klayman. All right. So they're part of the. Yeah, they're part of, they are the problem. They are the problem. There's no opposition. All right, so this Thursday, the Citizens Grand Jury, um, it's 8 a.m. Pacific, freedomwatchusa.org. I'm going to help push this out, and I'd love that you come on and promote your book because you're the only one with any real ideas because everybody else wants wants to convince me that we can change the party from within, and people saying that are usually people wanting to run for office and them, themselves and just get in the game. And um, we've lost the game, and I don't know if we're going to be able to get back in it, and I think you're the only one with any ideas to do so. Thanks for being in here, Larry. Welcome. It's Shane Andre. I really appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you for letting me tell the truth. Take uh, care. All right. God bless. Bye. You too. All right. Well, we're going to come back. we got more to talk about. We've got a story that has to do with speaking of the police, as Larry mentioned. Where do you guys get a load of this bill uh, here regarding police departments in California? And then we've got an untold aspect of the coronavirus that I need to bring to your guys' attention. That and more, so don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Uh, going to the phones real quick. Joe from Vegas is on the line. He wants to weigh in on what he heard Larry Clayman talking about. Hey, Joe. Hey, I just wanted to say that everything he said is very accurate and what you're saying is accurate. But I think if we get more of the Jim Jordans, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the people that are going to come up and stand up against these career politicians, I mean, term limits need to happen there. But we're in a situation now where nobody wants to stand up for this H.R. 1 or stand up against it. And. I think we've lost Joe. Joe, call us back if we've lost you. Yeah, the problem is, is that we've got the problem with the idea of changing the Republican Party from within is that um, it would take a really, really, really long time. And is Joe back? He's back. Yeah, I mean, we, we, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I absolutely love her. The Republican Party has done nothing, nothing to defend her. And it's because, you know, um, they don't like what she, what she's about because what she's about is, is Trump. It's about America first. It's about what the Republican Party is supposed to be about, but isn't limited government, individual freedom. Um, you know, she's exactly right. And she's, uh, and so, you know, they're, they're, she, they're trying to oust her from Congress. The, you know, there's her, Jim Jordan. Um, Matt Gates. when we have a, only a handful and we've got this whole machine um, with all the money and it takes a lot of money to win campaigns, it's just a really tough slog. And we don't have the time. We don't have the time. I, I just, and I don't know. 
I, I hate to seem defeatist, you know, um, but I think that, you know, um, competition is a real good motivator. I don't I think if you really want to motivate the Republican Party, I think you do two things. You don't give them a dime. Right. You don't support yeah. them in any way. You don't give a dime to any you don't give a dime to any um, Republican group, the RNC. You, you cut off the blood supply to the tumor and then you launch something competitive. You launch something. I learned competitive. that. I learned that from this previous election, general election. You know, I was contributing to this person, that person, this person, that person. And then the GOP and the GOP I was putting I was donating to. OK, I've stopped all that. There's a handful that I'm I'm donating to now, and there one of them's Marjorie Taylor Greene, other one's Jim Jordan, the other one's Matt Gates, and I'll give money to Christy Nome in, in North Dakota. And uh-huh. I mean, I, I really like all of those people, and I like what they stand for. And the minute that the President Trump says he's stepping back into the ring, I will start putting money back in that campaign. Well, I, I'm, I was a little disappointed in Christy Noem. She had an opportunity to sign a bill that had to do with uh, the transgender um uh, stuff that had to, you know, transgender kids in sport, you know, sports mm-hmm. boys and all that. And instead of signing it, she sent it back and uh, to to change it and make modifications. She caved a little bit. And I didn't, uh, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, that was I last week. Say one more thing. Sure. Because I know you're busy and you got to go. I am totally disgusted at our U.S. National Guard sleeping on the ground in garages and they're given $86 million to illegals to put them in hotels. I am thoroughly off the chain about that. And I will just end my comment there and listen to what you have on the other side. Thanks so much. Keep up the good work. You got a big fan up here in Vegas. Okay. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it so much. He's absolutely right. You know, this, we have gone in 50 days from uh, America first to America last in the world. Haven't we skins? I mean, it's just shocking. It's also the scary, the speed, at which all of this has happened. Oh, yeah. It's almost and, overnight. Well, and, and it was overnight, and it's because there was Republicans as in the administration, including Bill Barr, who helped write those executive orders when as Trump was trying to get executive orders done and stuff, at, finishing out his term, Bill Barr was actually working for these for all these executive orders, and they knew this is a Trojan horse at the border, an absolute Trojan horse. If they get, and one of the things I'm tired of is, is hearing 11 million people in this country illegally. I've been hearing that number for 25 years and it's odd that that's the number that they would choose yeah uh we, yeah well that was the number that supposedly was was going on after reagan gave an amnesty back in the 80s but the number hasn't changed the number hasn't changed in 25 years it's probably as it's estimated somewhere that we have 50 to 60 million illegals in this country that could get amnesty then you break the can further break the back of the country with this flood coming in now this is an absolute invasion and this is at a time it's not just thing it's not just the even the $86 million in the hotels. It's at a time where the American people have been destroyed economically because of these coronavirus shutdowns. We had entire industries that have been completely flattened. And so at a time where we've got we've got people just losing everything, people out on the street. Remember the, the food uh, the, the food lines for the for the um, the food programs because of these coronavirus shutdowns? They're bringing in illegals. You're you're how many Americans are out on the street homeless because of these these crackdowns but illegals are getting set up in hotels 
There's and, no logic behind any of this. And you know what? And I'm tired of hearing conservatives talking about, you know what? I don't blame them for coming here. Stop feeding into the false narratives of how sympathetic these people are. Of course, some of them are sympathetic, but these are people. Are they really sympathetic? When you look at the images of these people that are here, like Martha Raddatz interviewing this guy who is able-bodied. He's a grown man. He says, I wouldn't be here if Biden hadn't, you know, w- wasn't in office. She asked him, would you be, would you have come here if, if, if Trump was still? No, I wouldn't have been here. Another reason why I came here is because my country, Fox didn't report this, my, his country, Brazil, has violence going on. That's not a reason for asylum. You, we have violence in this country. You have to be uh, on the receiving end of persecution by your government, like fleeing Castro's Cuba in order to be granted asylum. These are people just coming here. You know what? I don't have sympathy for that. You're cutting to the front of the line. You're breaking and entering. Conservatives need to stop saying, oh, I don't, I don't blame them for coming here. I do. They're breaking and entering. Do you, bl- you, do you not blame somebody who, who you know, uh, breaks a window and comes into your home and steals from you? Do you not, bl- do you not want them prosecuted? We're being stolen from right and left. These are criminals invading. How come they're not staying in their own country to fix the problems there that are men? No, they want to come here. They want to leech off of us. Of course, I, of course, I'm grateful every day that I was born in the United States of America. I don't know why some people get to be born here and other people's don't. But we have how many billions of people around the world, many in poverty, we can't afford literally to bring them here. But let me tell you, we are on the precipice of being completely gone. And we have been the greatest force of good humanitarian and otherwise. We've provided the greatest amount of economic uh, relief to the world. Most of the time, the, the money doesn't get to the poor people because we give it to despot and dic- despots and dictators. We're, we have saved the world from communism and, and Nazism. And we've been the, the world's police force and military. We can't do that if we are destroyed through invasion that facilitates the Marxist takeover of the United States of America. And that's where we're at. It's like that that KGB guy said back in 1984. America's pretty much toast, he said in 1984. We've completed the ideological subversion, and now it's just about finishing it off. So, you know, and this is the way that the Democrats are trying to finish it off, and the Republicans are too concerned about being called racist. We, let me tell you, their, their family is going to suffer, too, if we don't stop this. Well, they often think, like you and I always talk about, that they're, just because they're going along with it, they're going to be safe. Don't think that way, because that's not the truth. You know exactly what's going to happen. Right. Well, somebody said to me about what was going on in San Francisco. Somebody they knew was, was up in San Francisco and said that it's just, you know, that, you know, uh, you can own a $3 million condo in San Francisco, but the city is handing out uh, tents for people to live on the street, uh, on the sidewalk outside, you know, your your $2 million condo. And they're handing out, they're, they're holding, there's the heroin hold program. They're holding heroin for homeless people up there. And, you know, um, a friend of mine asked somebody who was living there, who was complaining about it. Well, well, you know, you know, you could change things. You could vote for a Republican. You know, it, it cracks me up because people complain, but they get the same result, but they expect a different result, but they keep voting the same. Right. And pretty soon, though, that option won't exist anymore if it doesn't already. And that, and if you think that you look at what's going on in Venezuela, yes, there will be there will be a lot of elites that won't have to live under the weight of it. But it's not going to be as many as we have in Congress right now. So all these Congress people, these 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 people at the state legislator level, these city council people that are all on board with this Marxism, they're 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 not they're not seeing down the road that they will suffer. 
There will be some elites that w- that will avoid the suffering. Very few. But it will be a f- it will only be a few because that's the way it rolls. We're going to take a break. We can back final topics for tonight's Andrew K show. The purging of the police. Wait till you hear this. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Good story for you guys. Uh, before we wrap up tonight, I didn't. I didn't. I don't watch basketball at the college or professional I level. Don't either. But I did see a couple of headlines that there was a couple of teams that competed in March Madness that all took a. The players all took a knee, and um, these schools lost in spectacular fashion. One was the Ohio State. I have a niece who went there. I can't stand that school. They won to some low ranked nothing team by like twenty three points. Just got humiliated. So so did another school out in New York. Karma babies. Yeah. Hey, it's Lo- loving that so much. Okay, so there's a California bill um, that is called uh, the California Law Enforcement Accountability Reform Act. And it claims to combat the infiltration of extremists in our law enforcement agencies. And it would mandate a background check for all officers who've engaged in racist, racist and homo- homophobic messages. Here's an example. The uh, California GOP currently states in its platform that it believes in traditional marriage and does not believe in the Oberfeld and versus Hodges, the landmark Supreme Court case on same-sex marriage decided in 2015 um, that can coerce a church or religious institution um, uh, into performing marriages that their faith does not recognize. So to be a Christian... And to believe in uh, to believe is extreme is extreme and to believe that the state should not force a preacher to go against their religious beliefs and perform a marriage is is uh, an is an example on the basis on which they want to purge police from the police force. So uh, it, it say and, and of course they cited that this is an example of somebody wanting to deny somebody else their constitutional right. There's nothing in the Constitution. Religious religious freedoms is expressly protected under the Constitution, but your feelings are not protected under the Constitution. Your desire to marry somebody of the same sex is not guaranteed to you under the Constitution. My religious beliefs are. So this is the, you know uh, this is a blatant attempt to deny our. Uh, at Christians, Muslims, anybody who believes in, and, and this is just one example, right? That's, oh, hate. that's such shaky footing. It's just well, it's just one example of of the hate speech they're going to use, and 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 the reason and the justification for this is because of January six, the police. You know, we there was some police that that they didn't like how the Capitol Police handled some of the some of the rioters in January six. So this January six Capitol riot is the excuse for so many different ways in which they are denying our, our you know our uh, um, First Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights as they go around rounding up people and keeping them on you know uh, held without bail. It's just uh, that, but the purging of police on the basis of their religious freedoms, that should put a chill up and down the spine of every American. That's not American. We're going to take a break. Actually, 
a permanent break for the, not a permanent break, but the final break, meaning we're going to be back tomorrow night. I'm glad to, I'm, I should have ended with the funny good story, the feel good story about the teams losing. Yeah, now I'm kind of in a foul mood. I know. <laughs> Reverse it, flip it, and we'll see y'all tomorrow night, 6 p.m.